Welcome to Family Travel Radio, the official podcast of the Family Travel Association. Family Travel Radio is on the air helping you discover the world of possibilities family travel has to offer. Aaron Schlein here, and today on Family Travel Radio, we are going to dive into some unique family tours in two very distinctive parts of the world. Kelly Rossiter from Tauk is our guide, and we are going to travel with our families to Africa for a life-changing African safari, and then on to mystical Peru to explore the wondrous Machu Picchu. We have a mantra that goes through my head every time I'm creating something new, which is how you see the world matters. So how do I make this more engaging? How do I wow our guests? And usually I know when I get that feeling in the pit of my stomach, like when you have, when you found that perfect gift for someone and you literally can't wait for them to open it, that's how I feel when I create a new tour and it's got some, you know, knock it out of the park experiences. Kelly truly is an incredible person who has one of the best jobs in the whole wide world. And I know you're going to love listening in on our conversation. Family Travel Radio is the official podcast of the Family Travel Association. Please visit us at familytravel.org and discover for yourself just what's possible in the world of family travel. This is Family Travel Radio. We are talking unique tours today on Family Travel Radio, and I am joined right now by Kelly Rossiter from Tauk, and she is going to take us through some amazing, incredibly unique tours. Kelly, how are you doing out there? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Kelly, where are you joining us from today? I am in Denver, Colorado. Uh, Beautiful Denver, Colorado, right there in the Rockies. Plenty of adventure right there in your backyard. You probably don't have to go too far for for a a unique tour. Absolutely. Yeah. I work actually work from home. The Talc office is actually in Connecticut, but I'm a, a lucky woman to be able to work from Denver. You are a lucky woman living in Denver. And of course, these unbelievable tours you get to lead with Tauk. Let's dive straight into that. Tell me about some of the tours that you go on. I want to, let's just close our eyes and imagine we're going on a unique, crazy adventure with Kelly and Tauk. Take us there. I honestly, my friends introduced me as this is my friend Kelly and she has the best job in the world. And I honestly do feel that way. Um, I've been working for Tauk for 12 years now, and it's been quite a wild ride. (laughs) I started out working in their North America division, so traveling all over Canada, U.S., Mexico, and then started working in their what they call exotics. So it's all of those those destinations that people, you know, put in their bucket list to go to. So Africa, South America, worked with our programs in the Middle East, you know, traveling, I've traveled to ooh, 56 different countries now, I believe. My goodness, that's fantastic. Yeah, and, and have loved every minute of it. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's get exotic. Let's just dive right in, Kelly. Take us through, let's pick your favorite tour and let's, let's just dive right in. Maybe we'll start with, uh, let's start in Africa. In Africa. Well, we have a great family tour to Tanzania. We start every tour that we do in uh, with our Bridges Tours, which is uh, Bridges is our name for our family tours, our multi-generation tours. So it's bridging from generation to generation. So, you know, these tours are all set up to really be engaging for multi-generation. So grandparents, parents, and kids. And we always start out our tours with a little icebreaker um, at our welcome reception. So all the kids can start interacting, parents can start interacting. And it's one of my favorite 
icebreakers that we do in Tanzania, which is a drumming lesson with this gentleman named Freddie. Uh, we found Freddie in his shop that was probably about eight feet by eight feet and came in one day and said, hi, we work for Tauk and we would like to order about 200 drums and have you come and meet with our groups and show children how to drum. He comes in and they have a blast. They have a blast. They get to meet each other. They get to know each other. And it's just, you know, it's one of the most wonderful ways to really start the tour itself. We go out on safari. We have some of the best safari guides. They're knowledgeable. They're personable. Um, they're picked specifically because they're great with kids. Um, we visit a school in uh, Karatu, Tanzania, um, where just as their school day is finished, uh, we come in with our groups and the kids can actually meet and kind of kick around a soccer ball with the Tanzanian kids and uh, their parents will go and talk and have a cup of coffee with some of the uh, school teachers, talk about the academics and school system of Tanzania. And it's a great face-to-face -face personal engagement with local people. And we stay at a variety of lodges uh, from tented camps all the way up to the Four Seasons and the Serengeti, which is amazing. Hands down has one of the best swimming pools in the entire world. It overlooks uh, an elephant watering hole. So our families are swimming around, splashing in the pool. And about 100 feet away, you've got a family of elephants that are, you know, drinking from a watering hole and splashing in the water and mud. It's this fantastic dichotomy between the two of them. Um, we have a great farewell dinner with some Maasai dancers and singers you know, and that's not even mentioning uh, the amazing wildlife that they'd get to see on tour. Seeing a lion in the wild, I would say, is something that you will never forget. But, you know, getting to share some of those experiences with your kids, I mean, that's definitely uh, one of those forever moments that you'll take with you forever. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I've got a five-year-old and a two-year-old, Kelly, and they're both aspiring drummers. So I want to take them Ooh. to meet Freddie someday. You got me super pumped about that. <laughs> Fantastic. Talk to me a little bit more about multi-generational because that is, that's a big theme these days. A lot of people wanting to travel, you know, bring the generations together for some real transformational travel experiences. What specifically do you offer that, that satisfies that multi-generational need? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely, it's an emphasis, um, the shared enrichment, you know, activities that all the generations can enjoy. You know, we don't do the kids only facilities or kids only programs, you know, it might not be the same activity, but, you know, they are in the room side by side, you know. So if mom and dad are going to do wine tasting, you know, we'll have the kids in there doing a grape juice tasting. Or maybe they're making chocolates that pair perfectly with that Pinot Noir that mom's drinking. Something like that. Something that they can all engage in and have fun with. You know, it might not be exactly the same program, but they're all in the same room. I mean, that's very, very important for us. You know, years ago, I would say when I started first started working in tourism, I was at a travel conference and they had pulled together some statistics from a survey of like 100 kids uh, that they had asked to write down what their top three things that they wanted to do on their next vacation. And my favorite is they said room service, which who doesn't love <laughs> breakfast in bed, right? <laughs> a swimming pool, which is totally understandable. Um, but the third one really, I mean, it plucked the heartstrings of everybody there was to have a sit down dinner with their parents, with their family, to spend time with their family. So we're all so busy, you know, we're all running in different directions and everything, and, um, you know, having something where we can, you know, engage in each other's presence is, is just it's so important. I mean, time is really a gift. And, you know, it's the biggest gift we can really share 
you know, together is, is our time. So yeah, you gave me a little, little, little lump in the throat there, Kelly. Did I gotta you? be honest. Oh, oh yeah. Just thinking. Wipe that tear. Well, of course, just thinking about, <laughs> you know, I hopefully that my children do and will continue to say that uh, about us, that they're going to, they want to spend as much time with they, with us as they can. I heard a statistic recently and I've mentioned this on more than one occasion, but it just sticks with me. It's that powerful is that mm-hmm. by the time you hit college age, you've 90% of the time you will ever spend with your parents is behind you. And that's, wow. like, that's one of those things that just really gets your attention. So yeah, taking yeah. these time, this time to make the most of that, that last 10%, you know, taking these, these wonderful multi-generational trips and these sharing these experiences is super, super powerful. And it sounds like you've got a lot of great things to offer. So let's talk wildlife. You touched on that for a second. My kids love yeah. animals. I know I love animals. Most everybody loves animals. Let's talk animals. What, what, what are we going to see on some of these in this African safari adventure? Well, lions are a definite. Elephants are a definite. Giraffes, zebra, uh, you know, leopard, cheetah, a little bit more elusive, but typically you'll see that as well. It's different. It's uh, different experiences in different countries. I mean, in Tanzania and East Africa, you're going to see big herds. You're going to be in the national parks. So you're going to have large herds of animals. Um, you know, programs that are in Southern Africa, you're going to see smaller. Uh, you're going to be more on game reserves. So it's going to be more smaller groups of animals, but you also have more intimate experiences. In the national parks with these big herds of animals, you're going to have multi uh, company, you know, a lot of companies, a lot of safari vehicles around. In Southern Africa, you're going to have, you know, a smaller amount of animals, but you're actually going to have more intimate experiences with those animals, where maybe it's just you with a whole lion pride for an hour, you know, watching them sun themselves and bask in, you know, bask in the sun as they, um, you know, digest whatever animal they've just uh, taken down the night before. So beautiful experiences and animal lovers will be absolutely thrilled because, uh, you know, the diversity of animals that they'll see is in, impressive and you know obviously again experiencing that with their kids amazing absolutely amazing yeah sign me up kelly you can't certainly can't <laughs> get that in the in the zoo so we've covered yeah. africa so unbelievable so now we get the the pleasure here and with given the te- wonderful technology we have we're going to travel right now in our minds from africa to south america where talc yeah. also does some pretty incredible tours so let's talk south america here for a minute what do you got for us yeah, we have a fantastic tour that we do to Peru, mystical Peru, we call it. Um, again, we have, uh, you know, a, a great kind of ice breaking. We, we actually, our first tour out the gate when we're in Lima, Peru, we um, swim with sea lions. Um, it was an amazing find. There was a gentleman that we were uh, talking to that had a small fishing boat. And when he was done with his fishing, he would take people out to see the sea lions. You could pop in the water and go and swim around with them. And so... After I did the experience, um, we had a great discussion over lunch on how I needed him to buy a bigger boat and invest in some wetsuits. And really, the rest is history. Um, he thought I was a little crazy, but now it's you know a major portion of how he makes his living is taking um, taking guests out to see the sea lions and going and swimming with them, which is all I can describe it is it's like swimming with a hundred labs Labrador retrievers. I mean, they're just, they're inquisitive. They're kind of dog-like. They're swimming all over the place. And it's just, it's one of the most fun things I've ever done in my life. Um, 
we do a private lunch and Paso horse show. Uh, the Paso horses are kind of like the Cadillac of horses. They're absolutely elegant and beautiful and they are probably one of the easiest horses to ride in the world. And there's a portion of this show where the men are on horseback and the women are in these you know, beautiful flowing dresses and they actually dance with the horses, which I think is like every little girl's dream. <laughs> if we could make them unicorns, it would be even better. But um, yeah, dancing horses is uh, an amazing thing to see. We do a tile painting at a, a pottery um, shop in the Sacred Valley. We have a day of options where um, everybody can go horseback riding, they can go river rafting, or they can actually go and hang out at the spa um, and get a spa treatment. And then, of course, we go to Machu Picchu, which is, I mean, just so awe-inspiring. You know, and everything that we do, you know, things like Machu Picchu, which, you know, everybody that goes to Peru goes to Machu Picchu, right? So, you know, sometimes uh, for me, my you know, vision for our tour is to try to take these places that everybody goes to, but make them spe more special for our guests, make something, you know, even more special for them. You know, Machu Picchu is, is a national park. It's, you know, become a lot more regimented on time and the routing that you have to take, you know, take um, while you're on the site. So we do a little magic the night before. We have a Peruvian shaman, this wonderful old wrinkled gentleman that um, blesses our expedition the night before. And he talks about, you know, the mysticism and the spiritual journey that they're going to take to Machu Picchu. So the whole group is kind of entranced and um, it's a totally different mindset than everybody else around them. So other people's journey kind of start when they walk through the gates of Machu Picchu. Ours started the night before, <laughs> you know, and continued on the bus and the train that we took to get there. And our guests arrived, you know, feeling that they've been part of this story of this magical journey that the shaman had told them the night before. And Machu Picchu is, you know, certainly a highlight, but this makes the journey just a little bit more engaging. Just, just to be clear, Kelly, mm -hmm. these talk tours, these are 100% geared towards family. So is everything you just described with the the experience of Machu Picchu and the swimming with the sea lions, is that all stuff that you can do with your family, with your kids? 100%. Wow. Absolutely. Is there any, any sort of you know, minimum age or anything that you recommend when it comes to, to bringing your kids? Because I'm, I'm fascinated by this and I really don't like the idea of restricting myself as to right. what I can do on the road with my kids. Because like I said, they're small. They're only five and two. Sure. But I, I, you know, I don't want to be restricted to just going to the beach or just going to Disneyland. I want to swim as sea lions. I want to go on, I want to go on safari. So, so what's an experience, what's it going to be like for me with someone with very small children on an adventure like this? Yeah. You know, I mean, it, there are cutoff ages um, that we have and there are recommended ages that we have. Um, like in our, all of our Africa tours, we recommended it's a recommended age of eight. It's a cutoff age of five. We just feel that you need to, you know, you're in safari vehicles for an extended period of time. And we just feel that, you know, to have the experience for everyone that, you know, you do need a little bit of, I was going to say maturity. I don't know how much of a five-year-old is mature, but. Um, but I'm definitely <laughs> off the list, Kelly. <laughs> but, 
you know, Peru, I mean, is another place. I mean, um, probably the two things that we struggle with the most in Peru is the altitude, um, which we do. I mean, obviously with our, with all of our tours, but specifically with our family adventures, we definitely spend the least amount of time, you know, possible at like high altitude. Um, and even when we are in Cusco, which is 11,000 feet, we actually book hotel rooms that have pure oxygen that are piped in. So that little headache that you might have behind your eye. <laughs> Walking around Cusco the, during the day as you're sleeping at night, um, you know, will go away. But, you know, strenuous, I mean, you know, all of our tours, we, we really strive because they're multi-generational to have uh, different levels of activity. Um, you know, like I said, you can go river rafting, you can go hiking in the Sacred Valley, or you can stay at the spa. You know, there's always, every time we do a hike or any kind of a walk, we always have multiple guides uh, doing multiple levels. So some of the people want to hike all the way up to the top of Machu Picchu. Mm, some people don't. So we always have that level of activities that we can experience as well. What goes into planning a trip like this, looking from, from a family who might be considering booking a trip like this through Tauk or, or just mm -hmm. visiting these areas in general? Talk to me about what goes into planning a trip like this, especially when it comes to involving your kids, because right. this doesn't seem like the type of tr trip you just want to drag your kids along. Hey, come on, kids, we're going to Peru. We're going to climb Machu Picchu. <laughs> like, it seemed like you just want to really bring them in and involve them well, well in advance. Can you speak on that for a minute? Absolutely. I mean, I can I can tell you what the planning goes into it on our side. I mean, um, you know, there's interesting places to visit everywhere. And when I'm really tasked to find these, you know, genuine, um, you know, amazing experiences. For me, it's finding people. It's finding well-connected, intelligent, genuine people, you know, that can help me make that interesting place into a moment our guests will remember for a lifetime. We have a mantra that goes through my head every time I'm creating something new, which is how you see the world matters. So how do I make this more engaging? How do I wow our guests? And usually I know when I get that feeling in the pit of my stomach, like when you have, when you found that perfect gift for someone, and you literally can't wait for them to open it. That's how I feel when I create a new tour and it's got some, you know, knock it out of the park experiences. I literally, I, I can't wait for this first tour to start and I'm you know, kind of bursting at the seams. But um, as far as for the kids and planning, you know, actually the guests planning their experience and which tour to take and everything like that, um, absolutely involve the kids in the planning process. Uh, we actually have a Just for Kids brochure that's designed and written to appeal specifically to younger travelers. Um, and for them to be involved in the process, you know, it helps especially younger travelers to be more engaged and exciting and kind of have a stake in the game. And we also tell people to definitely plan early. Uh, most people don't realize, you know, certain destinations really can book up very early. Um, we have 20 different bridges itineraries across the globe. So, you know, we do everything from the national parks in the U.S. to the British Isles, uh, to Italy and the Alps, uh, river cruising, expeditions to Costa Rica. But, you know, our, especially for families that have very specific dates, definitely get it on your calendar. Early. I love that. <laughs> I, I love that you're going out of your way to, to involve kids in the process. And, yeah. of course, with your just... Uh, just for kids brochure, which you have, of course, available over at talk.com. That's T A U C K dot com. How you see the world matters. Kelly Rossiter, thanks so much for joining us. And my friends out there at Family Travel Radio, whether you're into 
lions or sea lions. Talk's got <laughs> something for you. And certainly uh, Kelly would be pleased to uh, put her expertise to the test and show you these fantastic, wonderful, and unique tours. Kelly, thanks so much for joining us today on Family Travel Radio. Thank you, Aaron. Appreciate it. Yes, indeed. I certainly hope you enjoyed this episode of Family Travel Radio. Today's intro was provided by Adrian from Sacramento, California. Thank you, Adrian. Family Travel Radio is the official podcast of the Family Travel Association. And of course, there's more family travel inspiration waiting for you at familytravel.org. Please visit us and discover those possibilities that family travel has to offer. Thanks for listening, my friend. This is Aaron Schlein signing off. 